What up, ladies and gents? Hey, hey. Episode 599. Tomorrow oh, so we cool. have episode 600. And of course, we had a last minute cancellation. That's just the way things work. So we changed the topic you know, today. On an election night. On an election night. It makes sense. So we changed the topic today. Figure politics is going to be the thing everybody's talking about. Everybody's trending. So here are four tips for talking about politics at work. And we're going to get this show started right here in a second. Here we go. Intro time. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. Bros. <laughs> yeah. Happy election day, ladies and gentlemen. Today Happy is the day, day that the world goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully not, you know, regardless of who wins. You know, that's that's the thing, right? Is is there's so many people out there that are I mean Here's the thing. The world will keep spinning, right? Tomorrow the sun will rise. Hit that Tomorrow the sun will rise. That's where it's at. Like, regardless of who wins, regardless of what happens, the chances of, you know, civil war and all this stuff is pretty low. Like, you know, because tomorrow the sun will rise. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow the, the sun, sun will, will rise. rise. As as much as as you may want one candidate or another to win, you know the world is going to keep spinning and it's unlikely that things are going to be vastly, vastly different in four years from, you know, what they are today. I, I think that, you know, a lot of things are going to remain I, for the most part, things stay the same. We progress, we move slowly. And so for there to be like all of this fear that all of a sudden, you know, everything's just going to go straight downhill and, civil war and you know complete unrest i mean i sincerely hope not there you go uh i sincerely hope not but you know more than likely i think that that the chances are good that the world will just keep on spinning for sure the world's gonna keep on spinning and ray you're right probably not a good conversation to have at work religion politics it's no good for you uh and we're gonna talk about that here today uh for sure because it's the topic of conversation uh and for the most part you're you're absolutely right it's not the greatest you, you got to kind of pick your battles here right uh, but it, it is exactly right. It is a hot topic conversation with many folks, which is why we figure this is a good place to talk about it. If you if you guys follow us on Instagram or on Facebook, you saw my story this morning. And basically what I said is, look, uh, you have to be the one who enacts change. You, the individual, anytime you want something to change, anything, anytime you want something to happen in life, you can't force other people to do anything. You can't force somebody else to vote a certain way. You can't force somebody else to think a certain way. You can't force somebody else to believe in something that you believe in. You can try to influence, right? You can try to uh, put your point out there, but ultimately it comes down to you, the individual, as to what you do. So here's here's what I said during the um, <laughs> get some get some insurance for it, right? Get some <laughs> insurance <laughs> for it. <laughs> so here's what I said uh, here's what I said this morning. Look, and here was my challenge to everybody. There's going to be so many social media posts out there. People are going to 
you know, I, I opened my LinkedIn this morning and boom, a big picture of Trump with somebody saying I voted. And then I look in the comments and it's, you know, some, some of them are good. Like, Hey, congratulations. You went out and voted. And some of them are like, I can't, you, I can't believe you voted for him. And you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Right. So here's racist. my challenge, right? Right. That racist guy or that guy that's whatever the situation, whatever you believe in either side. So here's my challenge to you. doesn't matter what side you're on. When you see a social media post, try to comment on the positive side. Congratulate that person for taking the time to go out mm. and vote, right? Try for, for doing their civil duty. Try to take the positive approach. And here's the challenge, and this is why it's so difficult. Because in order for us to enact change, no matter what, it has to start with us. It has to start with the person Fact. in the mirror. So you can start to stereotype certain groups of people. You can start to, you know, label certain religious people, certain uh, colors. And I mean, you know, beyond black and white, I'm talking red and blue, whatever it's going to be. Hmm. You can go ahead and do all that stuff. But no matter what you want to change, it starts with you, the individual, putting out positive karma, putting out positive things in the world. That's really what it comes down to. So be uh, the change that you want to see in the be world, Be the change that you want to see in the world. So let's start this off. So first of all, this article is part of a blog post from insperity.com, and it's four tips for controlling the vitriol associated with talking politics at, at work. And let's face it, when we talk politics, talk politics. Talk politics at work. It could get very, very ugly, right? Uh, Always yep. seems to be hot buttons with many folks, of course. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Jeff says, uh, what I think is sad is that when we are boarding up stores right now, look, that's that's some sad stuff, right? But again, here, here I believe, I believe Jeff uh, and Ray and uh, you know the other the other three uh, loyal f listeners that we have on the podcast. <laughs> I believe that most people are good. I believe most people are doing things to try to elevate their status in this world, to try to take care of their family, to try to take care of their loved ones. And there's a lot of people who are doing things to help other other people as well. But there is a small minority of people who only know how to take care of things a certain way. Uh, and unfortunately, we have to deal with those people too. So be the change and, and we'll get into this. Okay. Um, so talking politics at work. Let's start with this first one right here. So number one, if you have an office, you have staff, you have people in your, in your place, you need to establish a policy about politics, speech and activity at work. Mm -hmm. You are the boss in this situation. If you're the, if you're the person managing, if you're the person who owns the business, if you're the person who's in charge, you need to establish a policy about politics. Now that is going to be, this is kind of vague, but this is one of those situations where let's say, for example, it's okay for you to talk politics uh, during lunch hours while you're off, off premise, right? Where you're off site, maybe you're at mm -hmm. a McDonald's or whatever. That's cool. But in the office, we do not talk about politics. I don't care whether you're on the red side, the blue side, the green side, it doesn't matter. We don't talk about politics. Why? Right. Why is this such a, such a burden? And, and Ray nailed it. It's because it's such a hot topic conversation. Let's mm -hmm. assume right right now, today in, in today's I mean, day well, and age, hang on, but let, let me just like, just thinking about the conversations you and I have had on the show. Heated. Do you remember how heated? Like you've gotten me and we're brothers. We're, you know, former womb mates, as you <laughs> as you like to say. Uh, you know, we've grown up together. We've we've had all kinds of conversations. We talk business every day. We we communicate every day. We're always talking with each other. And like you got me fired up that one time or a couple of times, you know, and and that's that's a relationship that is, you know, 37 years old. Now, imagine a relationship that's, you know, 37 days old if somebody just 
came into the company or 37 weeks old, whatever. Somebody's been there for, you know, whatever the time frame is, like it doesn't have that same depth. And it's really easy for those conversations to get carried away. So absolutely to keep that stuff off premises, to keep that stuff off out, out of the workplace, uh, not only does it protect the, the, the environment, the atmosphere of your workplace, but it can also protect the people too. Like imagine mm-hmm. if people start getting into a fight in your workspace, in, in your office, like now all of a sudden you're on the hook for, for general liability and, and workers comp and all kinds of stuff too. And, and here, here's the thing. Like you can talk free speech. You can talk, you know, Hey, in my, in my office, we're, we, we vote blue every single day. And but in my office, we vote red every single day. This is what I believe in. I'm the boss. I can say what I want. That's great. But remember why you got in business into the first place, right? You got into business so that you can help other people, you know, be of service to others. And as a result, make a lot of money at the same time. When you're growing your business, you are acquiring team members. You're getting employees. You're getting, you're getting partnerships you're getting commitments, you're getting all kinds of different things for people to work together. Mm -hmm. So the last thing you want to do is to put a wedge between the people and their job that they're doing on a regular basis. So you might have civil conversations. You might have people that are great at, at holding a conversation with, uh, with somebody else about multiple, you know, issues. And they're, you know, in the 20 years that I've been here, we've never had a fight. We disagree, but that's okay. Think about what you're doing in this situation without establishing this, uh, a policy in place to be t- to be able to talk about these things. And, and and I would go so far as to say you could throw into this category not just politics but religion. It could be another one, for mm-hmm. example, that can get people heated, right? Because you don't want anything to be decisive, divisive in your office space. You want everybody to be cohesive and working towards the same goal, working to some, towards something together. If at any time – in your office, you threw in something like this, especially a, a, a political campaign like we've seen this year, where people are on one side of the fence or the other, you are you're allowing your office to have division. You're allowing your office to argue with things amongst each other, right? <laughs> then, yeah, Jeff says, what about freedom of speech? Just a discussion or conversation. I understand so the freedom of, of speech, right? I'm going to pull uh, – oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I understand the, the freedom of speech. Go ahead and pull whatever you're going to pull. But uh, I, I understand the freedom of speech, and I, and I completely get your opportunity to do that. But freedom of speech does not take away the consequences that come from the opinions that you have. And those consequences, you're not going to go to jail. You're not going to get arrested. But you will develop a a persona that is di- that is. dividing the office. You don't want to be that guy that people disagree with on some other level. And then when it comes down to some important job project or something going on in your business, all of a sudden you don't want to partner with that person. You don't want to work with that person or that person rubs you the wrong way when prior to having that conversation that didn't exist, right? There's no reason to bring in any of that additional friction. You were going to go somewhere? uh, Yeah, no, I was going to say two things, and it's it's from this article. First of all, on the Insurance Bro Show today, we were talking about uh, procedures, standard operating procedures, and having things written down. So uh, one of the things that you can do in your workplace is to document in your employee handbook what's allowed and what's not allowed. Some things that you can ban is conversations that you were saying 
on the premises about political topics uh, that are not protected under NLRA, whatever that is. Uh, probably look that up. Soliciting or campaigning on the work premises, sending emails of political nature, either on company computers or from a company email address, wearing political or campaign attire to work, or decorating your office uh, or cubicle with political or campaign messaging. So those are things that you can ban. And you're not banning freedom of speech here. You're banning certain things in your work establishment. Now, if that person to... wants to go home and put it down, you know, put up a flag. I saw this picture of a duplex and one of them had a Trump flag and one of them had a Biden flag. Right, <laughs> I was like, nice. This is going to be the war on November 3rd. So you <laughs> can go home and do all that stuff. Talk whatever you want. But in the workplace where you are in control of where things are going. And, and this is this is a something that can happen. In, you know, well, we'll talk about that when we get to number three monitoring. But let, let's go on to number two here. Apply the rules consistently. Here is an issue that most managers and most small business owners struggle with. And this is across the board when it comes to rules and consistency in general, not to mention the ones that we're talking here about political speeches, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, once you have these rules set in place, applying the rules and sticking to them, that's the most difficult part. And uh, let me, let me parallel that with you. I have two kids at home, right? When I say to do something and I stick to it, my kids are going to understand that when dad says this is the way it's supposed to be, that's the way it's supposed to be. Now, if this I said, right, this is this is the way Mandalorian shout out. Right now, if I said something like, hey, guys, you guys are going to have to clean your room by four o'clock. If you don't clean your room by four o'clock, uh, it's going to be, you know, you guys are going to have to go to bed at seven tonight. And then four o'clock comes. And I go in their room and it's still a disaster. And I'm like, guys, come on. I already told you, you need to clean the room. And then I come back at five o'clock. It's still not done. But at 530, they finally get it done. Do I put my kids to bed at seven or not? Now, this is not a matter of do I love my kids? Or, you know, they're going to do better next time. It's applying the rules consistently. If you were to discipline your kids and say, look, the goal was four o'clock. That was what we agreed to. You decided not to agree to that. You did your own thing. The consequences are here. And this is the you you did that. You chose that action. And these are the consequences. As parents, as good parents, you want to make sure that you enforce those consequences that you have. Otherwise, your kids are going to grow up to be bratty, spoiled brats, never listen to you because it doesn't matter. Eventually, they're going to get the consequence that they want, which is, you know, now I don't have to clean my room. The same applies for employees. It always works the same way. There has to be some sort of consistency in your rules, something that's posted, that's established, that's your policy, and then apply the rules on a regular basis. It doesn't mean that, you know, employee A, that person who, who you know talks about stuff a lot, that that person gets more scrutiny than person B, even though person B, this is the first time they've done it. That doesn't matter. The rules are the rules and you need to apply them on a constant basis. All right, let's see. Uh, sure. Boom. Ray says, now a person is judged on work performance because of certain beliefs. As a retired military member, we are not allowed to bring up religion or politics at work. It could disturb the workflow. It totally mm -hmm. could. Well, right? that's the whole that's the whole purpose behind this discussion is that it makes it cre can create a hostile work environment. When you've got two people who strongly have opposing views, and especially in today's political climate, I mean... I feel like the the the, the division and uh, and vitriol between the two parties is like at a peak right now. It's it's higher than I've ever seen it, and especially like this year, this election, we got to keep that stuff out because it does create a very hostile working working environment. Have you finally of what? Have you finally watched the Social Dilemma? 
No, I still haven't seen it. Oh man, you still got you got to watch it. And so, ladies and gents, for those of you who haven't watched it or have not watched it, one of the cool things that it's it's talking about in there is the whole concept of how these social algorithms work to grab your attention, right? And so they keep showing you things that'll continue to have you watch whatever it is that you're watching. The media channels do it right? The news channels do it. That's why you're either the person who watches CNN or you're the type of person who watches Fox News. And eat, every time you watch those channels, they're fueling the fire. You keep wanting to watch more because they hook you for the next story, the next drama, the next issue, the next you know uh, tabloid story that goes on with a particular candidate. And that's what fuels you. You look at your Instagram, you look at your Facebook and what pops up, those stories, the things that hook you. So when you were talking about the division right now, Ham, it reminded me of that because we are being fed over and over and over again these car crash scenarios Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. the opposing side. And we're only seeing that one thing. We're spending so much time on on our phone that we're only seeing that one decisive side. And then when we decide to voice out our opinion, if we do it at work, for example, we're voicing all this negative energy that we've seen over and over again, whether it's through our media channels or through our, our cell phone channels. And we're, we're because we've seen it so much, it becomes the reality of what it is. That is the truth, right? right. Whether or not yep. we research it or not, that becomes our truth. And we what, um, remember the movie Dogma? What happened yeah, with uh, ideas? Why, why, why can human beings just have ideas? The moment human beings turn ideas into beliefs, that's where it all goes to hell. Now they're right? harder to change. Now they're harder to change. And that's what happens. We're seeing these images. We're seeing these stories told over and over again. And the algorithms that we're, that we're paying attention to on these platforms are showing us what we want to see and reinforcing it over and over again. So where initially was an idea, now because we've seen it so often, we believe in that. And beliefs are so much more difficult to change. We go into our, our workplace and all of a sudden our belief fuels our anger no you don't understand it's this person this person said it i found it here blah blah mm-hmm, blah mm-hmm. it shows up all over my social media feed and the other person's wrong and we start getting into some issues so this is where we can start talking about number three here monitoring your workplace discussions and activities right <laughs> this yeah monitoring the, by the way just says social dilemma is awesome scary <laughs> right the show is scary that show is definitely scary but uh, I, I really, I really, really enjoyed watching it from a marketer's point of view. So they really bits and pieces of, the, of that part. Yeah, I, I love looking at it from a marketer's point of view because, yeah, it's totally scary, um, but it is fueling the divide. And and here's and my own mm-hmm. personal point of view is it's not any one politician. It's not the Donald Trump. It's not the Joe Biden. It's not any one politician that's dividing. I think it's the dissemination of clip out of context uh, stuff that is being disseminated at such a rapid pace that's dividing uh, our country. So Makes it's sense. dividing people in, in, I mean, that's why you, that's why I can have a comment on a situation and just make your heart and your sleeve turn into fire. <laughs> 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 like James, what's, why are you so upset, James? What's going on? <laughs> why are you so mad? <sighs> I just want to punch a Nazi. God. <laughs> right. The fire just goes off. <laughs> Nice, right. I like that. Good. Monitor work. Yeah, you like the you like throwing in the fire in the background. That yeah, that's how it goes, right? That's what happens. But <laughs> you voted for Trump. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Monitor All right. Monitoring discussion. Monitoring workplace discussion. Now here's here's the thing about it, right? How do you track that? 
And and we kind of hinted on this already. These, these are things that you're going to be that, that you as a manager, you as a business owner need to make sure that you watch. Um, it's almost uh, it's almost to the point where you're micromanaging, but you you can enforce things uh, um, on a on a digital uh, platform where you're you can already avoid that. You can't stop everything from happening. You can't be the micromanager who comes in and just hovers over everybody and monitors every discussion. But you can emphasize and talk about this in your team meetings. If you ho- I, I hope if you have a, a business, you're holding team meetings on a regular basis. This is where we talk about the do's and the don'ts, why we do and why we don't do things. It's it's very easy to say, no, you cannot talk politics at work. It's a, mm-hmm. it's another reason to say why, right? When people buy into the why, when they understand what you're doing at this particular place, right? It's, it's one thing to clock in and say, okay, do your job. It's another thing to tell somebody why they're doing it. Having that why is very is very important. So when you sit down in your team meetings and you're talking about things and you can bring up the election and be like, look, guys, I understand we're in a we're in a heated de- you know debate going on in the country. There's you know candidate A, candidate B, and I understand you might have opinions on it, but this is not the place. The reason why we're why it's not the place is because we're working to close X deal. We close mm-hmm. X deal. Everybody's going to get their bonuses. I don't want any issues between you know reds and blues in this thing because we're after this one goal, right? That's a much different type of framing for for why you don't do that on a regular basis, and you remind everybody so that your team buys into this concept, and now your team is helping you micromanage the conversation. Now it's not about whether you are going to vote Trump or vote, vote Biden at the work office. It's how are we going to attain the goal that we're after. And what you're talking about doesn't help me reach the goal. It's not going to help put food on my on the table. It's not going to help me reach my bonus. It's not going to help me reach my quota. That's not what I want to be talking about. But you are are at your at work. You're the one who's creating that culture. You're the one who's creating that environment on a daily basis. So having your team meetings and making sure that everybody understands the why as as your team meeting will help you uh, monitor that workplace discussion and activity, right? Uh, what, what is, uh, what does Ray say? Make sure you have a lot of Karens at the job. (laughs) (laughs) They'll keep everybody honest. They'll keep everybody honest, right? That's the way it works. But you can also, you you know, and and you don't have to incentivize things that are negative, right? You can incentivize the things that are positive in your group. So you don't want, you know, you know, snitches get, uh, yeah, snitches get stitches, right? Snitches get stitches. So you don't want to, you don't want to have a workplace where there's nothing but snitches because that also brings back that negative connotation at work. I don't want to work with that person. That person's gonna rat me out. But you mm-hmm. can set a culture in your in your company where people are commending other people for doing good things in the office, right? For staying on track, for bringing the conversation back, for keeping the team focused on where they want to go, and commend people for doing those types of activities. Reward the behaviors that you want in your office on a regular basis, and those behaviors will become the norm. That's what you're sh- looking for. Now you talked a little bit earlier about different types of policies that you write in your manuals in mm-hmm. your uh, standard operating procedures. Can, what was that again about about what they can and can't do? It's uh, it's in in the employee handbook, and this is coming just actually from the uh, from the article. So it's stuff like soliciting or campaigning on the work premises, sending emails of a political nature, wearing political or campaign attire to work, or decorating your office or cubicle with political or campaign messaging. There you go. So, so once you have that written, 
right? That's that's the key about having those policies. Uh, and and in order to, to maintain that, this is where you have certain structures like you write people up for things. This mm-hmm. is a this is a written warning for this. Look, I understand, you know, it's not a big deal. Probably what you said what didn't even piss anybody off or anything. But look, these are the rules. And since this is part of our handbook, I need to make sure I document this going forward. Right. Yep. You don't always have to go into the negative part, but be that parent, be that manager, be that boss that is on a regular basis maintaining the rules because then everybody knows what's going on. Exactly. Everybody's and make sure that on the, the same page. The rules apply across the board, including to yourself. As the manager, you can't, you can't tell people, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't work. If you tell people no talking politics at work, you can't be sending out, you know, some meme that you saw blasting either Trump or Biden. Like you can't be doing that. And and here here's the thing about those things because I dude I think a lot of them are funny and it doesn't matter what side you're on but I think a lot of them are funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it, Jim Carrey's doing a great job on SNL, you know. To, uh, being, yeah, that was uh, funny. Being Joe Biden, I mean, a lot of this stuff is hilarious. The problem is you don't know who you're gonna offend. Right. You just don't know. You might do it in good faith. It's the funniest thing in the world. Maybe you're a Biden fan anyways. And, you know, you think it's hilarious and you share with other people thinking they're going to like it as well. But you don't know who you're going to piss off or offend or Mm -hmm. or hurt their feelings or whatever it's going to be. So you don't want to be able to do that. So periodically remind everyone of the rules. Right. This live. Yeah, man, this is live. That's how we do things. We roll on the live feed all the time. All right, so periodically remind everyone of the rules. The rules are there. Uh, They're usually posted anytime you have any uh, office um, staff. You're always having certain rules that go up. I know it looks very fifth grade, you know, elementary school stuff to have your your norms posted, but these are the things that you want to make sure that people are aware of and are posted on a regular basis. Because if anything ever comes up, again, you need to document your stuff. There's evidence out there that says, look, we don't do these things. These are the no-nos of our office. These are the encouraged things that we want to get done. This is why we're doing these things. Remind people often, uh, I'm going to go back to our team meetings, right? The team meetings is is a perfect time for you to remind things, especially as things get heated. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, right? Awesome. I'm glad you found us on the Startup Hustle podcast. Uh, I had a discussion today, by the way, uh, with uh, with Jessica Powell over there at Startup, uh, and it was a great discussion. Looking and James, by the way, we're going to be talking to um, to uh, what was who did I go to Cooper over at uh, Full Scale IO. Uh, okay. very soon in next week talking about uh, some more automation stuff. So nice. it's, it's really cool stuff. Atticus, thanks for uh, joining us today on the live feed. So um, uh, what was I saying? What was I going with? I forgot where I was, where I was going with stuff. Uh, well, I know what I'm saying. Let's assume that uh, tomorrow things do go bad. Let's assume that tomorrow, you know, the election results come in, whatever way they are, and people hit the streets and they start destroying some public property and you have mm-hmm. a lot of issues going on in, in that sediment. That is the time where you as a leader need to come in and remind everybody what you're in business for, right? You can acknowledge the fact that things happen. Right, go ahead and come into the office. Be like, guys, we're going to have a team meeting. Look, I know stuff happened out there. I know you know things didn't uh, pan out the way we wanted to, but let's remember what we're doing here. Let's remember why we are why we come to work every single day. Let's leave that stuff out of here, and let's mm-hmm. focus our attention on our goal. That's where the leadership comes in in your office. That's where the leadership also, comes in as ownership. if you feel that you need to be at home taking care of your family, go ahead and do that. 
Right. Whatever it's going to be in your particular space, right? Yeah. Whatever it is in your in your office. But this is where if the leadership comes in. This is where uh, reminding your staff about the rules, right? And this is this is one of those things where you make the rules the bad guys, right? Everybody mm -hmm. who buys into your to working with you and working for you, those are all people that are that are buying into what it is that you're doing. Whether it's you know the mission of the company, the the why statement of the company, whatever it is, they're buying into you. So they're buying into not only that overall vision, they're also buying into the rules and the operating procedures that go on in this company. So when you're sitting there, you know, tomorrow morning when you know the world went to shit and everything is destroyed, uh, then you can wake up and be yeah, like, guys, remember why we're here, right? Remember why we're here remember the rules that we have i know stuff's going on i know it's crazy talk about that outside of work here we focus in on our goal so yep. the rules that we have stated say we don't talk about this we don't send memes we don't do this whatever whatever remind them and we're all human beings sometimes we we realize you know yeah that's right man all kinds of stuff happen all right i don't even want and, and you'll see the reaction that happens a lot of times when you do stuff like this because they'll be like you know what that is stressful i don't even want to think about that let's just get to work Right. You give the you give your staff the opportunity to have that mind shift and focus their attention on what they're good at and what they're there to do. So it comes down to, you know, to to being a good leader when it when it when it's all said and done. So, hey, uh, those are the four tips that uh, that are established of where do we get them from him? What was the name of the website again? It was Insperity.com on uh, on talking politics at work. Now, with that being said, just kidding, I'm going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, hit your guys' butts up, go out, make sure if you haven't turned in your, your mail-in ballot, their polls are still open. I think they're open until 8 o'clock at night. Uh, tune in, uh, be a part of the democratic process, go make your voice heard. Remember, there's more than just the presidential election at stake. There are a lot of uh, propositions, there are a lot of local uh, positions at stake. So do a little bit of research, become a contributing member of society. Uh, and then when you get to work, keep your mouth shut. Focus on what you're supposed to be doing at work uh, and be the change out there, ladies and gentlemen. Be the change. You see some negativity on Facebook, commend them for voting. Be the person who's positive. It's not going to hurt you any. It's not going to change any. You don't get a black eye on a Facebook fight. So might as well be good. Send good positive karma out there into the world and you'll see how much comes back to you in abundance. All right, ladies and gents, enjoy the rest of your uh, Tuesday. What do we got here? What do we got here? For as long as that song was, you think the Ghostbusters would have mentioned their phone number at least once. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with much of anything, but you're right. I'm not man. sure either, but, <laughs> but that is an call? excellent point, Stingray. That is an excellent point. Who are you going to call? <laughs> I don't know because I don't have the number. You got to remember when that movie came out, it was 411. That's who you call and like, connect me with the Ghostbusters, please. That's there how you it go. worked. All right, ladies and gents, get out there. Knows the thing. Yeah, get, yeah, for those of you old enough to remember what 411 is. <laughs> All right, get out there, make a vote, make your vote, make your voice heard. We'll talk again tomorrow when we hit episode 600. So thank you all for joining us. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.